0: You're listening to Passioners Podcast with Norbert Pustai. It's all about meaning, mission, and passion.
1: My today, my guest is Esther Fornadi. She is the leader at GE General Electric. Mother of two member of Toastmasters International Public Speaking Organization, graduate of Speak Academy, and she's also uh, a co- the, the former co-leader of Women's Network. Can you tell me something about your uh, career path? What were the main stages of your career? And um, why do you like to work for one company for 18 years? What are the advantages of working for one company for that long time?
0: Hello, Normi. Maybe it's a little bit strange that I have been working for the same company for almost 18 years, but it has not been the same place and has not been the same position for sure. And if you had asked me when I was... Something like 22, I always wanted to be a laboratory leader and working in a chemical industry. It didn't happen. <laughs> My origin background is an engineering uh, discipline, and I started as a program trainee here at General Electric, uh, and I worked in manufacturing plants here in Hungary. But more importantly, probably the best assignment I had during these two and a half years of leadership program that I had one assignment in China. I was responsible for environment, health, and safety for four manufacturing plants in Shanghai. Very different culture. I was only 26 when I was there. And I believe my whole personality changed due to this particular six months that I spent in China. It was very hard, it was very hard because it was completely different culture, very different people. It was under American management, but still the local plant managers were from China. And everything that I learned here in Hungary from the American culture of this company did not really work there. So I had to f- fight, maybe I can say even fight, and try to get understood for the very basic principles that was so obvious here in Hungary. Uh, After the graduation from this program, I started off as anyone else in the company, like a specialist. I didn't go to a leader position uh, at that time, but I was able to apply for a job in the United States a few months later, and I went to the headquarters of GE, and I spent two and a half years there, uh, and I worked on global programs with all the businesses in GE. So it was a great insight to get to know what kind of manufacturing or what kind of services the company is running and also trying to figure out what I would like to do next after that. I came back to Hungary and I started in healthcare uh, as the business, the first or second business rather, uh, and I worked in a manufacturing plant. Today I'm not working for manufacturing plant anymore because unfortunately we closed it down, uh, but I work at the sales and service organization and. My team is trying to help our customers, either public or private, to get their new projects becoming real and having their new systems like MRs, CTs, or mammographs uh, working and ready for patients to be cured or just having diagnostic images taken.
1: So what is the title of your current position and and what is your everyday um Uh, Task and what do you do?
0: Currently, I work as a director of project management in healthcare. It may sound uh, fancy, but what we do every day, I'm working together with 11 project managers across Eastern Europe, uh, and we try our customers to visualize first their new suite, for example, like a new MR, and we help them through the construction. We help them... to to make sure that the site will be ready to deliver a system. And when we make the delivery, we install the system and we help with the training. And when it's done, the customer can take over the system and receive patients uh, for different protocols in a hospital or it could be also a small clinic as well. The 11 project managers I'm working with, they are based across Eastern Europe. So basically it's a one-man show. Uh, in almost every country, uh, except two. Uh, So it's a very interesting position to be there and travel through the country, meet the customers every single day and and help them for, for their different projects.
1: You already mentioned that uh, what were the advantages of working for one company for 18 years, so for GE. And um, you, one of the best uh, experience you had was uh, China. Could you explain why?:
0: it was very hard, first of all. I had to figure out my identity in these four plants, how to work together with the plant managers, how to work together with the director, the American director of these four plant managers. And I had to work with all the people who were related somehow with the environmental health and safety. For example, a sourcing organization, when we went out to work with suppliers to have basic parts purchased from them, doing audits, making sure that legally and from safety perspective they are right and we are complying with the regulations in China and also in GE, because sometimes we have more strict rules in GE than in any uh, country's regulation. So it was probably a time that my, <laughs> my new personality born a little bit uh, and I, I gained a lot of confidence from this experience for sure
1: we have a lot of quotes about the leadership what is the difference between the leader and and the boss do you have a leadership style what is your philosophy about leadership
0: leadership is a big question i believe for everyone and the old dogmas don't work anymore and i think a leader must listen a lot and and need to understand what the, how the team works, how the individuals work, what kind of priorities, values they share. I, I try my best every day to understand better what's driving them and create an atmosphere that they can be a great contributors to the company's mission or for our customers, for example, in one single project. But also as an individual, how they can make the life Uh, or make the most out of the the life with a job which requires a lot from them but also there is a family uh, behind them and they need to work out the work-life balance as well so i'm trying to be a good listener uh, and i'm trying to to make this workplace a good one uh, to work for
1: so I often meet people who just see the everyday task, and they don't see the company's vision, the purpose, the mission. So is it important to be conscious about what is the mission of the company? How do they create value in in the people's life? And also about communicating, communicating you as a leader. Uh, what is your personal mission in in people's lives, in your team members' life? How you can how you can make them a better person can you can you say what is your uh, what are your thoughts about it and also what is your personal mission
0: being in healthcare industry somehow drives this question very easily because we are for patients and for our customers and my little team is trying to to get the smoothest ever project possible for our customers and then they can start or continue their protocols for their patients um, and try to cure or just recognize certain uh, illnesses or symptoms. If we think about the individuals in the teams, I believe it's very important to create an atmosphere at the workplace that they can improve themselves and they can find opportunities which drives them every day. I can't imagine a workplace that you come in and, and people just don't like working. So connecting the mission from the company level and connecting the everyday task is very important for everyone. And if you look around, there are different generations. We are working already with very young people. We are also working with close to uh, retirement age people. And the connection between or among these generations are very important, really trying to find an atmosphere that everyone can improve and work together for a better
1: how can you do it in, in, in practice? So is it enough to be conscious about and define the, your, the company purpose, your personal purpose, and to communicate it? Or do you need to get out from the, the, all of the team members what are their personal uh, purposes and mission and, and connect them with the company uh, purpose? What, 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 what do you think about that?
0: Everybody is very different. We have people who are more close uh, to other people. There are other colleagues who are much more open and very willing from the first moment to share regarding their short-term or long-term career. I believe me as a leader, I need to discover this space uh, every single day and, and do a lot of conversation to understand better what is needed. Sometimes it's an improvement plan, because somebody may not be very good at certain tasks, for example. I need to give this opportunity to them to improve. And sometimes it's much longer and much more. Sometimes we are working on different career path discoveries. For example, a person who is originally very technology-driven or very much into the technical details, but somehow inspired for being a commercial person, what can I contribute as a leader to give opportunities to practice it and get practical learning, maybe for a future career path? Sometimes it's only certain tasks to be done. Sometimes it's connecting with people and starting to work on smaller projects. And sometimes it's much more and maybe require a definite program behind this. But I love contributing to such things because these are the sparks in everyday job that can help people to, to vision longer than like next week or next month or next year.
1: Before we started the conversation, the podcast, you mentioned that you helped uh, with your colleague someone who was a member of Women's Network and she was so passionate that you and your colleague supported her to get a job in, in Germany in the same company. Uh, I mean, a GE. why is it important to support others?
0: When I was in China, that time I had a manager who, first of all, he pushed me to the deep water very instantly (laughs) in the job. Uh, First of all, he exposed me to different level of managers in the company and, and asked me to talk about what kind of assignment or projects I'm working on. Basically, he exposed me to different people. And somehow, at that time, I didn't realize that this is going to be my future network. But when I was in China, I got even more because much more people came to Shanghai and much more capable, people I was able to, to get to know. And after some time, these people were thinking about me when there was an opportunity coming up. So I think if someone in a company like GE, and I think we have a very wide and open culture for that, if somebody is able to prove um his or her capabilities or skill set or approach or just the just the the personality he, she is very good or he is very good and people like working with this person this person will be somehow noticed for sure and i find it very important to expose these people even to different areas if possible. This particular person you were talking about was looking for her next assignment and Women's Network is about network. So we know a lot of people because we invite them for round tables, we invite them for working on projects together and when there is an opportunity, it's always good to look around and, and see who is already on the horizon for, for a better better project for example or a wider, or even for a project which requires much more experience but this person could be a good candidate for that.
1: Thank you. As far as I know about the Women's Network, this is a global organization inside GE, and it has more than 70,000 members. And uh, Could you tell me something about so what, why do you need a women organization inside a huge uh, global company like GE, and what, what do you do at, at GE uh, women, Women's Network?
0: Women's Network in GE has been for 20 years in the company. This is an amazing number of years. And originally, there was a big inequality between men and women. And that was the basic source of having this organization or having this this initiative um, giving birth to. And today, maybe it's a little bit different. And maybe because of the different locations and different businesses, somehow we may differ the programs. But what stays in women's network is really how we can help women to professionally develop and how we can give opportunities them to to improve their skill set, to improve their networking skills, to improve their whatever, confidence basically, because we need more women uh, in higher positions as well. This is not, G's theory, if you look around, there are other companies who are trying to work on this and not even the private companies, but if you look around you know, in politics um, and if you look at, for example, the global gender gap report, there are different areas that globally people are trying to help women to, to achieve more politically, getting access to healthcare in education and certainly in the economics as well.
1: So your company support that you are a member of that organization and you, you spend time to develop each other and also you're a member of Toastmasters and there is a Toastmasters club inside your company so on every, in every two weeks you meet um, on work time and um, why is it important for you to be a member of that public speaking organization which started like more than 90 years ago in in the States and now it's a worldwide nonprofit organization for public speaking and leadership development.
0: I have been part of Toastmaster organization for eight years so the GE Toastmaster Club here at Watsigreens in Hungary uh, is not as old as the, the old organization because we are only like three-ish years old. But the people who have been involved locally benefited a lot from having a corporate club because they are able to meet and they are able to practice their public speaking skills and above all also their leadership skills. When I was out outside and uh, coming from a, a team or a club, which is an open club, and, and nobody sponsored the club, but basically the members contributed with, from their own salaries and money. Uh, it's a very different atmosphere, but what I'm very grateful is really the, the friends from there, uh, a lot of uh, professional w- working relationships that we were able to build up on that. I learned a lot about what it means to, to lead a volunteer organization, uh, in Toastmasters, because it's very different to lead a team in a profession or lead a team in a volunteer world. A lot of motives uh, among the people, very different motives among the people. And having one club was something that uh, I, I really wanted to to figure out what it means to have a corporate club, how we can contribute to the company's success as well, right? Because if we are able to to bring up uh, and improve the confidence of people in a club in a corporate setting. That will definitely result in an everyday job because people will be more confident to talk with customers. People will be more confident to giving presentations, discussing, debating, uh, making constructive conflicts, and so on. So th- there is a direct link with this. So we would like to continue with this corporate club. Hopefully, more and more people are going to be able to join and experience this
1: what has given Toastmasters to you and to your career? So could you tell me an example? Because if I'm uh, an employee of GE and you tell me that you should join Toastmasters but I don't need public speaking skills, presentation skills at my work, why should I join it? Or can it create uh, extra opportunity at my work or in my career? It
0: depends. (laughs) How much work would you like to put into this project? Definitely, but even if you don't have any presentation opportunity in your daily job, which I hardly imagine, <laughs> there must be everyday conversation or just you know meeting your manager every week or every second week when you need to update him on projects or you need to get help. It's very important how we communicate. It's very important how you are convincing people to get what you would like to get from your manager, for example, as a support, or when you escalate something, or when you just share, or just share, for example, a, a team success. Or when you are a leader, for example, a fresh leader in the team, what does it mean to convey certain messages? Either it's good news or bad news. It's very, very difficult to convey bad messages. Uh, for example, changes. How we are making changes in the company? Change is constant thing in GE. We are changing every day. The portfolio is changing. People coming, people are going, and peop- some people are afraid of changes. So you, as a you as a leader, how you can communicate to people about change?
1: You are a mother of two. A leader, member of Toastmasters, so you do so many things. How you can manage your time and and um, how you can perform well in every every part every um, part of your life. So do you do you feel like you it's it's very hard to balance, or someone has has to lose in that um, balancing? How how you manage your life?
0: Sometimes I can't, but I'm trying my best. And you mentioned that I'm a mom, I'm also a woman, and I'm also a professional. And this is the triangle that I'm trying to navigate (laughs) somehow. Sometimes one of the pillars gets really weak. For example, sometimes the profession. For example, if there is a peak period, how I'm able to manage all the projects, how I'm able to to deliver the result, what the company expects from me and how I can be there for my colleagues, my teammates, my team. Uh, Sometimes being a mom is really harsh. For example, when your kids really need you because there are certain projects in the school and they may need you more, or maybe it's just a simple logistical issue that I need to take them from A to B, uh, or both of them at the same time, how I'm able to manage my meetings and somehow be there. Or, for example, when they get sick, which is... Thank God, it's not happening very often, but when they get sick, how I can manage this? And and I'm very grateful to work this company, work for this company because I'm able to be flexible enough and solve such a situation.
1: Have you ever felt broken, lost when you don't see the the future in your career? And how have you managed it, if it happened? And what advice would you give to those people, that uh, those people who are in that situation now, that they don't know what to do?
0: Who hasn't? (laughs) I think everybody have have this feeling. Uh, Somebody maybe more often, somebody maybe much less often. I think it's very important to have a balanced life and having a a support from family, for example, you know, husband, uh, wife, children, uh, if they are old enough, they can understand what kind of situation somebody is going through. And when you think of being really down because things that you tried out didn't work out that well, or... Maybe there are a lot of changes in the team. For example, people are leaving the company or there are a lot of new people and there's a very hard dynamics to, to make sure that the learning curve is getting on track uh, as quick as possible. Uh, you need to have the support for sure. And I also find very important to look for feedback from colleagues. And, and when we say feedback, it's not from your same-level colleagues, for example, but also get constant feedback from team members, get constant feedback from managers, or just people that you may work, maybe not very closely together, but on a very special project, and what they see from you, what they observe, what kind of uh, suggestion they have, how you can improve. So I think feedback is very important. I also believe somehow you got to have a short-term and long-term career path. Maybe it's not very concrete. It's not like a job that, for example, in five years or ten years, I would like to be the CEO of the company or a plant manager or, or a commercial director. But somehow the circumstances or the, the the path how you vision yourself. Because there might be opportunities coming in that you may want to try out to see whether it's working for you or not working you. But even if you try and after like two years, you may figure out this is not for you. I believe it's also a good learning because next time you will definitely not go into this direction. You learn something from yourself. So I think these opportunities, these small projects or jobs even, can help you on a longer career path that you may imagine for yourself. And short term is also important. What are the things that, for example, this week, next month, or this year you would like to discover and improve, for example.
1: And what if I'm not at the right place? So how can I talk with my manager of or even if he or she sees that I'm not at the right place in her or his team, uh, can I be honest? Should I talk to someone else? Like, uh, Do you believe in mentoring or career coaching or in other like, career uh, supporting um, uh, positions? So what do you think? What is the best?
0: I don't think there is a unique recipe for everyone. I believe everybody needs to figure out what's the the own path. For some people, mentoring works a lot. For example, if you meet senior leaders, they share their experience and they share what they did and maybe it's inspiring enough to to get you moving to the next job or the career path just as a path, as itself. For some people, coaching works much better. For example, sweating out your own journey uh, and just, listening to the question that the coach gives to you and try to, to figure out what's in for you or what's what's not working for you in this, in this situation. There must be somehow a group of people that you can go to. And the only thing that I believe probably the most important, at least this is my experience, uh, it may not work for everyone, but I must be open for anything, when it comes in a piece of advice, when it comes in mentoring relationship, or when it comes to just sharing about one job, which might be interesting or which might not be interesting, but it's also a learning, like, do I like it? Does it it really call for me? Or no, I don't feel that I want to go for this job. Uh, Regarding your question, how openly to talk about this, you must be open. And if the openness is not on the same, not, not the same on the other side, that's also somehow a reflection. And I hope that people who are being open and discussing this very openly with their managers or their peers or their possible future managers, they also got to the same openness level and they can really have a, a great and directional conversation what to do next. I don't think there is anything bad that someone is not finding the the happiness in a job because it happens very often, I think. Or maybe after a time it always happens because people feel the desire to change. But then it must be some kind of look around and talk with people and, and get some background information about what to do next.